0: America's greatest homecoming was ready to celebrate 100 years, but COVID-19 forced a change of plans. But that did not stop the OSU alumni homecoming executive team from creating a new celebration, Pokespalooza. Hello and welcome back to this week's Inside OSU podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Briggs. This week, I spoke with 2020 OSU Homecoming Executive Director Clarissa Ratzliff to learn more about this event. Giving back to the community is still one of the biggest aspects of the week, and each day will highlight the spirit of the homecoming celebration while following social distancing guidelines. By the end of the interview, listeners will know what the public can expect, how they can get involved, and even a concert from a famous country artist to end the week.
1: go ahead and paint me a picture of what the preparation was like for the centennial before COVID-19.
2: Yeah, so honestly, I might get a little bit emotional. Um, Homecoming is such an honor to be a part of. Of course, it's America's greatest, and I think it's one of Oklahoma State's best traditions. And so um, I guess I served last year, and I was the Harvest Carnival executive, and then ran for executive director and um, received it. But I think Getting to have that honor for the centennial was even greater because um, it's just so cool to be a part of something that is truly going to be marked in the history books. And so preparation, I think, was as normal, except just on a greater scale because so many alumni already come to homecoming. But with it being the centennial, I think people truly were planning to come even more so than they would in other years just because it's such a celebration of what Oklahoma State is and what it stands for and so um, I loved getting to prepare and get to lead, lead the executives through that but of course when COVID hit things changed and we really tried to hang on to it but ultimately it just wasn't possible to host hundreds of thousands of people in one
1: place safely. Yeah, we left campus back in March, and we thought we were just gone for two weeks,
2: and then wasn't the official call made back in August? Yeah, it was, and so there was a lot of discussion, and I think people probably expected it a little bit, but of course, for my personal sake, I was fighting for it, but ultimately, it was a decision over my head, and it was just crazy to be a part of that, because I had to lead all the directors and the executives through that, but ultimately, it came down to athletics and the city of Stillwater and people higher than us and so it kind of got out of my hand a little bit but you know I think everybody's missing out on something and so I try not to get too upset about it because I know that everybody's disappointed about things right now and ultimately it was what kept everybody safe.
1: Now we talked about the before COVID-19 so walk me through the process the homecoming team faced after COVID-19 and you guys created the Pokespalooza which is really incredible.
2: Yeah so um, after homecoming was postponed to next year the centennial we really just tried to think of ideas that could not make it seem like it was homecoming throughout that week but still something for some of the students to do and so um student affairs kind of partnered with us and approached us about having a spirit week type event and we thought how can we make this something that doesn't make everybody feel like it's homecoming but still uplifts everybody's spirits and so um a big thing and a big priority for us was to keep the philanthropy side in it because um every year we have harvest carnival which i'm obviously passionate about because i served as the executive but um Harvest two gets nearly twenty thousand pounds of food for from us each year at Harvest Carnival, and so they nearly wouldn 't survive without that donation and so um, I had a meeting at the beginning stages of planning with the Alumni Association board, and they were pretty passionate about the philanthropy and tried to brainstorm with us ways so we can continue to do that. And so we worked pretty heavily with Harvest 2 and our Harvest Carnival executive this year, Rachel Dockery, was incredible about moving forward and trying to get the students involved with Can Good Drive. And so and throughout the week at all the Greek houses, they all are partnered with an agency. And so that's some examples of those are like Wings of Hope or um, the Payne County Youth Services. And so if People are Greek-affiliated, they can donate through that, but then all of the other students, we wanted to get them involved too, and so we've partnered with each academic college STUCO, and so there's also a canned food drive for all of those students as well. And then moving forward with the rest of the events in Pokespalooza, on Sunday, um, our former walk-around executive, Riley Powell, has organized a campus decoration, and so everybody will get chalk and just chalk the sidewalks and just kind of a way for everybody to get together because so many organizations can't meet right now and so we wanted something that we could do outside safely follow all the COVID guidelines but still bring a little cheer to people as they're walking across campus so it's nothing huge but I think it's just a little touch that won't maybe make people smile as they're going to class and then our main event is going to be on Thursday night and um quite a few of the executives paired together for that because it's such a big event. So we actually got the country artist Thompson Square to record a private concert for us. And so that is going to be Thursday night showing on Library Lawn. We're really excited for that just because it's something really cool to get a pretty big name to record a concert for us and for something that we had to pull together pretty quickly. And so again, just a way to have fellowship and for students to come together when there's not much to do.
1: My personal favorite thing about homecoming was the Harvest Carnival, and I always brought canned food to donate, so I just absolutely love that that's still alive in the homecoming spirit.
2: Absolutely, we're excited about it. We think um, all of those agencies in Stillwater truly need canned goods, especially now. Um, In the pandemic, everybody's struggling, and so we're excited and hope students still have that heart of a philanthropy in it. What
1: can fans expect throughout the week of Pokespalooza. We talked about the events, so what's kind of some expectations?
2: Yeah, I think, um, again, just bringing people together was really important for us. All of us I am, are having virtual events and um, all of our meetings and everything for school are on Zoom, and I know everybody's probably a little tired of that, and although it's the way to keep us safe right now, um, we're just really excited that we were able to get some events that can be um, in person and outside and hopefully it'll be nice weather um, but I think that our main thing was just to kind of keep that cowboy spirit alive and kind of um we really looked to the cowboy code and you know that whole idea of when life knocks you down we get right back up and get back in the saddle and so um I think that we are just trying to encourage students to come out and enjoy time with each other because we still can make the most of this season and still enjoy being together and being Cowboys and celebrating that. So we talked about ways that students could get involved with homecoming. So
1: talk to me about some ways the general public can get involved.
2: Honestly, I think that it would be awesome if people wanted to donate canned goods. I know I keep going back to that, but obviously the philanthropy is near and dear to my heart. Um, serving as the Harvest Carnival executive and seeing that impact on Payne County. Um, so I think that if people would want to donate canned goods, I think that would be incredible. Um, we could organize a local place that they could drop it off or they could come to the colleges or a Greek house if they know somebody. I think that's a huge drive with alumni and current students that everybody still has a passion to help others and I think that really speaks to that cowboy spirit and who we are and who we stand for just because I've seen so many of the executives and alumni and everybody that I've interacted with in planning Pokespalooza and even in homecoming everybody's so passionate about the philanthropy and I just think that really speaks to the character of what we build here at Oklahoma State.
1: Now what can fans expect
2: for next year's homecoming celebration? So, I mean, unfortunately, I won't be here for the planning of next year. However, um, we did make some plans of the Greek houses and what they can expect of kind of their guidelines. So they will be with the same pairings. Um, And then kind of the rest we left to the discretion of the new executives. And so new executives will be selected throughout this winter, but they're going forward as normal with the centennial. And so a lot of the plans we made, the theme and um, kind of what decks might look like and all of that are going to still continue as normal. And so unfortunately, it's kind of like this year just didn't really happen and they're going to move forward as if it's the first time it was a centennial. And so obviously, I'm disappointed that I won't be involved because like I said, it was just an incredible honor to be selected as the executive director for the centennial of America's greatest homecoming. However, I'm excited to see how students move forward and I think that it'll be really cool to see because I think without a year of anything they'll be even more excited to participate and I expect nothing but the best from all of them. But you're always welcome back as yes. an alumni, you know, you can always <laughs> exactly. come back. Yeah, just not quite in the um, aspects that I was hoping to be, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, And I kind of want to go back to the concert. You said Thompson Square is performing yeah. virtually, which is very cool. Is there tickets on sale? Like what
2: can the public kind of expect from that? Right. Yeah. Um. So with the Alumni Association, if you go to their website, um, there is a link to register and, um, people can either register to be in person or they can register to get the link virtually. And so if they don't want to come out to the lawn to celebrate with us and share that fellowship, then they can go online and watch it virtually. And so it's a one-time link. And so they'll only be able to watch it when it's live. Um, but I think that's a really cool aspects that Thompson Square was willing to do with us. One of our executives got to work pretty closely with the man in the band. And so it was really cool that we kind of were coinciding with some people in Nashville. And it was just really awesome that an artist was willing to help us do something good for the community that we love. And so other than that, on the lawn, if they choose to come, there will be like QR codes that we'll register with. They'll pre-register, but they could also walk up if they'd like to. And then, of course, we will have to be following social distancing and um, wear masks and everything, but I think that it'll be a really fun night. Right now, the weather looks good for it, so I think that it'll be good. So, if people want to register before, that's great, but also, we welcome walk-ups, and we'll just mark down who they are. Um, We're kind of going to have a seating chart type thing, so if somebody were to get COVID, then we can trace that and know where people were sitting. I think it'll be great. So I'm excited. I just encourage everybody to come get involved. I know it's not the celebration that homecoming usually is, but I think that it's really cool to see all the executives from my position work so hard to create something just that it might make people a little bit happier and um, cheer people up in this season where not many things are given to them and not many opportunities are arising and so i think that it, i just encourage people to come out and hang out with us and get involved and celebrate what it means to be a cowboy i would like to thank
0: clarissa for speaking with us today about an exciting alternative to homecoming and the ways students the community and fans can be involved the celebration will kick off on october 25th with harvesting hope canned food drive and end with a virtual concert on Library Lawn with Thompson Square. That's all we have for this week's Inside OSU podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Briggs. Make sure to like, subscribe, share, and stay safe out there. But as always, go Pokes!